This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I sure can. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Hey. I am doing well, thank you. No doubt. How has your week been? Busy. <laughs> no, I actually, I can see that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so what did you do this week? Oh, gosh, honey. Too many things. Working on my CBD Lube, Lube website, fighting with motion accounts, dealing with brides, dealing with swingers events, and all sorts of crap. I'm ready to jump off of a bridge. I just got to find the one that's the fastest way down. Oh, I know to be. I, I totally understand. I, <laughs> I first must say, Miss Lady, I must say this. <laughs> when I, I when I do my research, um, you are a lady that I can sit here and say that is extremely accomplished. <laughs> and I like to start my show off on a hot or what have you. Let's talk about the fact that you was you was at one time a competitive athlete. Tell me about Correct. it. Correct. Uh, pretty much, I um, started ice skating at the age of three when I immigrated from South Africa to the United States, and most mm-hmm. of my life was just dedicated around figure skating. So my goal was to go to the Olympics and represent South Africa as a pair skater. And mm-hmm. so I traveled all over, lived in Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, Rockford, Illinois, Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Germany, Sweden, everything oh. all revolved around figure skating. So. <laughs> so you was in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm from Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Very cool. Very no cool. doubt. So, so. So how many have you won? How many times have you placed? You know what I'm saying? When you was because it's like you was probably pretty good for the videos that I was seeing. That yeah, yeah. you was you still got it. Like, you know, seriously. <laughs> we were testing. We we're working on my documentary. So we went down to the ice rink at four AM to start filming the documentary and I was mm. on the ice to see if I could still skate. But uh no, there's no ways to label on what I've won. I mean, it's just it's a it's a different kind of sport. So um I was just pretty much, you know, set to go to the Olympics for South Africa and pair skating. And I was mm. injured with my partner in Wisconsin when I was about 17 years old or 18 years old. Oh, my God. I know that was devastating, yo. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, cause, because it's kind of like, like, like when I heard about what happened to uh, Simone Biles or what have you. People don't realize when you're an athlete and you get hurt or or especially ice skate when you don't hit that 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 move just right it it messes with you mentally That's it, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes yeah so it's like you know period so look let me do my particulars and uh we're gonna get into this interview okay mama because this is gonna be it. one this is gonna be one for the ages I'm saying. you got it hello. hello everybody welcome to the smokers lounge here on anchor the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career all you got to do is download the Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm today and get a profile. You can have your episodes monetized as well as be distributed to all the top platforms and it's for free. So go ahead, go to anchor.fm or download it on your phone and get a profile today. I'm your host, Kavanaugh, the Subway Champ, a.k.a. The Point Rap Star. 
Y'all know what it is. You want to see my porn? You want to hear my music? You want to follow me on social media? You can find all that in one spot. I'm talking about allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we are sponsored by and loved by the beautiful Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile where you can uh, mingle with kink-minded people like yourself and might even find an event that you could attend so you can start your journey in the lifestyle. And we're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, giving you different perspectives of the Black experience. And also why you didn't get some shopping done. I'm talking about fashion, beauty, health, books, masks, jewelry, you name it, from over 500 retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this legendary lady introduce herself. (laughs) Hi, I'm Coraline Jewel. Thanks for having me, darling. How are you today? No doubt. No doubt. So... What, how did you end up coming from competitive skating to into the the world of adult entertainment? Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, my uh, I wrote a book because my story is interesting. You know, like I said, I was an uh, immigrant from South Africa. Uh, competitive yeah. figure skating was my dream. I was planning to go to the Olympics to represent South Africa. After an injury, I followed the uh, you know, the uh, wishes, I guess, that my family put upon me get married, college degree. Uh, to you know, white pick offense to children. Um, I got a degree in theatrical production. I moved out to uh, Sweden where um, with my husband, I had one son in mm-hmm. Sweden and uh, followed my dreams to you know take you know, still coach ice skating. But then when I moved back to California, I decided to open a fitness company for children. So mm-hmm. I was educating kids on mobile fitness, preschools, daycares, and one thing led to another that led to the 2008. Um, housing uh, crash, which led to my husband suggesting that women sell their underwear online, which led to custom videos, which led to uh, testing out what the Twitter lifestyle was all about, which led to him having an affair, me getting a divorce, to running a swingers club, to modeling, to dancing in a club, to running my own swingers club, uh, wedding planner, um, working in the adult industry as a director behind the scenes, then in front of the camera, and ultimately here I am today, published international best-selling author, podcast host, porn star, model, web web wedding planner, documentary. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just developed a CBD lube. I'm all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's so basically, you're a mistress of all trades. Yes, all trades. Not a not a Jackie, not a Jane. A mistress exactly. of all trades. You know. Yeah, like so, so with that being said, you when did it click? Because it, it seemed to me you took to a business mind state to every part that when you touched it. You feel me? How much yes. was your thought was okay? Let me see what I can do business wise. It's you know always been always been business wise, you know, and ultimately, you know, what I do now is I travel and I do motivational speaking and I host seminars and I do lifestyle coaching for people that are getting involved in the lifestyle community or getting involved in the adult industry, or maybe they are already involved in one or the other and they need to the direction where to go. So I think ultimately, you know, the way that I say it is uh, when you get thrown a curveball, you've got to figure out what you're going to do with it. And I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, you know, my goal with my podcast and my book and my documentary and my motivational speaking and my um, 
uh, God, whatever else I do, my lifestyle goes to. <laughs> It was pretty much, you know, it, it was put in my hands, and that's the curveball that I was thrown by God to say, you know, you're here to help people, and you're here to ultimately to do what I want to do, which mm. is educate and teach. And that takes me right back to figure skating and being a coach. Mm-hmm. I was educating and teaching and guiding. Mm-hmm. And how much of everything that you fell into was organic? Like, it, it, it wasn't pre-planned. It just, like, boom, nothing, it happened. Nothing was pre-planned. Nothing was pre-planned. I never thought in a million years that I would be divorced. I never thought I'd run a swingers club with 18,000 members. I never thought that somebody in my swingers club would ask me to do their wedding and that that would make me a wedding planner. <laughs> um, I didn't think that I was going to, you know, be working on porn set and somebody would send me to work over, you know, work over at a brothel. You never know what mm. curveballs life's going to throw you. You just have to say, you either take that ball and you run with it or go in the other direction. And I guess, you know, everything that's happened to me, I just take it and run with it. See, I, see, you're an inspiration. I, I want to be like you. Uh, no, you up. don't. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, because what it seemed to me is that you're one that's able to adjust on the fly. You know what I'm saying? And adjust to a situation, which to me makes for a great business person. You know, hand down. Yes, it is. It is. I mean, you know, I can tell, you know, your listeners right now. And I, I definitely can be the first one to say this. You're going to go through obstacles where you just feel like I am done and I'm going to give up. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of at that point with certain things. I'm just very, very frustrated. And you're fighting an uphill battle with our system and the way that they continuously judge the adult industry and the lifestyle and with social media Mm -hmm. and with websites and merchant accounts. I'm currently fighting just to get a merchant account to sell a CBD personal lubricant. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, God. And so all I can say to the listeners is just keep fighting and don't let yeah. this society and this system get you down because it's even getting me down. And we got to just, yeah. we got to come together and be like, enough's enough already. Yeah, because I always said that they made it normalized to watch, but not normalized to be in. And Everything. it's, yep. yeah messed up because even to the sites that is for us they're trying to make it hard for us to make money on those sites nowadays yeah exactly and then you know you have all these social medias and you god forbid you put the word sex positive on instagram about a podcast that you're hosting that's about you know uh, accepting people for living various lifestyles such as polyamory or bdsm or you know Mm -hmm. consensual non-monogamy or whatever it may be and they knock you down and take you down so the society mm. is uh, screwed up, and don't get me started on it. Like, oh know. no, you can you can go because boo boo. I already <laughs> done an episode on Christianity and and, and uh with, with with white privilege. I did one where they talked about homosexuality versus Christianity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. we people want excuse me. People scream they want change, but they don't want change. They want exactly. it to be the same. They, 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 but you can't have it both ways. You can't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a freaking nightmare to say the least. So, you know, it's just a battle and constantly fighting the battle. But there's enough people now that are stepping in to try to fight the battle together. So we'll see, see if we can beat something. So. Okay. <laughs> no, definitely. So, um, your career span in how many years? Um, in the adult industry, uh, we're almost at. Well, we're at nine years, almost 10 years. My birthday is October mm-hmm. 24th, so mm-hmm. about 10 years I would have been in for. 
Most definitely, most definitely. So when you first did your first, let's say, boy girl shoot, your first professional boy girl shoot, who was that uh -huh. with? And it, your your first boy girl shoot. My okay. first boy girl shoot was uh, Rico Shades in Las Vegas. Okay, uh, thirty five years old. <laughs> okay, then no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So was you nervous? What was your mind state walking into that shoot? Not nervous. I'm very business oriented. So, you know, I'll walk in. Are we shooting pretty girls? What are the positions? What's the pop shot? And let's get rolling because, you know, we're in Vegas and I'm going to go out and party when we're done. So, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I always say one of the things in conversations when, when, when the times get together is about the boundaries. How important is it to, to put out there about your boundaries when it comes to shooting on set? You gotta put your boundaries out before you even show up at that set. So if you have an agent, you gotta let your agent know what you will or won't do. And if you're not sure, you have to let your agent know that you're willing to try it. But if you're uncomfortable at any given point, you gotta speak up and say, I'm uncomfortable. I don't wanna do it. Maybe you agree to a gangbang, you get in that situation, you're not okay with it. Speak up. Mm -hmm. If you do anything in this industry that you're later on gonna look back and be like, Oh my god, I can't believe I did that. So I mean I get offered different things to do that you know are good money or maybe not so such good money but you know the fact of the matter is you have to feel in your gut like am I going to look back and regret that I did that shoot or that scene mm -hmm. or whatever it was and so that's my mm -hmm. biggest advice to people is and that's in the swinger lifestyle as well you have every mm -hmm. right in the middle of meeting a couple to go to that playroom to turn around and look at that couple and look at partner and say you know what so sorry made a mistake not going to proceed mm -hmm. with this and that's your choice. It's your body. It's your mind. It's your future. So, you know, follow your gut. That's my advice. Yeah, because I tell you, it's a waltz between the male talent and the female talent. And and I would tell guys that it's also you have to do your part to make the lady feel comfortable, what have you. So what's some of the things, like if a male talent step to you and say, well, what, what's some of the things I can do on set when it comes to a lady to make her feel comfortable with working with me? You know, I have not really had any bad experiences, but I can tell you that the one person that I really worked with that was an absolute gentleman was um, right before the uh, pandemic hit, I shot with, um, he goes by AJ, his um, Twitter, I believe, his Instagram is who the hell is AJ, he's represented by AJ mm -hmm. Models, young, 26 years old, southern boy, um, and just a sweetheart, you know, uh, very well mannered. Miss Corlin, can I open the door for you? Miss Corlin, can I get you some water? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just thought he was an absolute, absolute gentleman. So I think, you know, that's something that you can do as a male or a female. You know, just mm -hmm. in general, just being talent on set, director, mm -hmm. whatever you are, nobody is better than the other person. Don't mm -hmm. think that you are. Don't think that just because you've done 50 scenes and this person's done one scene that you're any better than them. You're not. And treat everybody with respect and treat everybody the way that you would want to be treated if you were walking on a set for your first time. So. Mm -hmm. Now, I also speak to this, that being professional speaks volumes and also carries over to people recommending you in the whole night, because a lot of females do not understand that producers talk, directors talk. Everybody you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so speak to that, please. Everybody, this is the smallest industry and people just don't get it. So you show up on set drunk or you show up on set I am not with it. Sorry, but word's going to travel. You show up on set and think that, you know, you're entitled to hair and makeup or you're entitled to your own dressing room or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. That's not what this is all about. You know, that's gone. You know, green mm -hmm. rooms are gone. Hair and makeup, you know, you're lucky if you get to shoot with mm -hmm. a company that's got hair and makeup. But regardless, if you're a producer, a camera operator, a director, a male talent, whatever you are, you 
never make sure to tell you best behavior because we all talk. I can't tell you how many times. Um, you know, I think Lily Craven, you found me through Lily Craven. Lily yeah. Craven and I, Lily Craven and I just met in Chicago. And um, you'd be blown away at the amount of uh, contacts and people that we both know that she mm-hmm. can contact me and say, hey, what do you know about this person? And I can say, oh, yeah, I know about that person and vice versa. And uh, we all talk to each other. We, we got mm-hmm. each other's backs and we talk. And uh, the best thing I can always tell people getting involved in this industry, or if you're in this industry, you better uphold to the utmost respect because uh, it's a small world. Everybody knows everybody. Oh yeah, because it, it because see what I hate about this it, this day it, it seems to be people think it's easy what we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand when we all sit all the time. It's right, not smooth. Exactly. It's not exactly. It, it, the, the air condition is off. Oh, yep. oh, oh, my favorite one. I forgot to cut the camera on. We gotta redo that. Yeah, you did yep. twenty minutes. I'm talking about twenty minutes. He didn't even realize the camera was on. Speak yeah, to the difficulties camera, that we yeah. had to get on set. Difficulties that sound. we experienced on set. My, yeah, my, my favorite's when camera's on, but the microphone's not on. That's my favorite. Ooh, that's worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 but speak to, to to what the, the things we deal with on set. Um, you know, I mean. Some of the things, you know, one of the things I'm a big advocate for is that I don't feel that men should be paid less than women. I think that that's absolutely mm-hmm. unacceptable. I believe that actually, in all honesty, the job for the man is harder than the job for the woman. Um, the man mm-hmm. has to be, you know, ready to go, and the man has to be ready to pop when it's time. And, um, you know, uh, I think that everybody should be paid equal. I think that that's kind of bullshit. There's this whole Me Too movement and women this mm-hmm. and women that. Well, the men need to be paid equally. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for. And the other thing about said is that, you know, a lot of guys will contact me and say, I want to shoot with you. I want to collaborate with you. I want to shoot a porn with you. And the fact of the matter is that they have no freaking idea that it's stop and go. It's turned this way. It's your asshole looks bad in this position. Uh, the mm-hmm. light is bad. The sound is bad. We're taking a break. We're eating pizza. We're going soft. We're going hard. Nobody understands that this is not like, you know, this excitement that everybody thinks it is to be a porn star and be in the porn industry. There's a lot of work that comes into it. You hurt. Your body's sore the next day. You're put in awkward <laughs> positions. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. Because, because even even to when I tell guys, it's like understand this. You have to think why you want why you in the scene. You just ain't fucking. Yeah. You have to think. You have exactly. to think about the angle of the camera. You have to think. Um, like one of the things I, I tell dudes when she's riding you, part the butt cheeks with your hands so yeah. they can see going in there. They're not, that's what I mean by the difference between what people are doing on OnlyFans and what we do the difference between porn stars and content creators because there's always exactly. been a conversation, you know. Yes. Please speak to because you a lady that's been doing this for a minute the difference between porn star and content creator. You know, I think it's the industry's changed a lot, and I think it's really hurting, you know, our industry because now uh, I was just talking about this the other day with someone. Anybody could just pick up their cell phone and make a video and pop it on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is that it seems to me that sometimes people that are not professionals in this industry are actually making more money and doing better because you know it's amateur content, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. We're power to them. You know, I love that. I love that we're a society now that at least you could be 
short, you can be tall, you can be a BBW, you can be, you know, so many different, you know, as I call it, I always say, you know, it's a, mm -hmm. everybody's got, you know, a different cup of tea or whatever, but uh, the quality's gone down, content's gone down, there's no, there's no more scripts, there's no more movies, it's not like, you know, the golden yeah. era where you actually could sit back and with your husband or wife or your partner and watch this sensual, sexy movie, you know, now it's like, wham, bam, throw a cock in somebody's face, smack them, deep throat it, make them swallow, spit it back in their mouth. It's disgusting. So I don't mm -hmm. like what mm -hmm. the porn industry has become, um, you know, but there are people out there that are trying to bring it back to how it used to be. I don't know if it'll ever go there. And I guess it's mm -hmm. just, you know, a matter of, you know, trial and error. Yeah, because yeah. even with me, like, I had this conversation with another lady. I said, there's no central blowjobs in the game anymore. No. There's there's no. there's no it's it's not sexy. You know, because me no. like I when I it like put it this way, I used to watch young lady Chadley and Emmanuel, okay. you know what I'm saying, and stuff mm -hmm. we lost that sense of porn. We lost the sense of porn as the years grew on, you know, period. Even to the yeah. standard of what we would accept with porn. So speak to the standard that you came into versus what's now? Well, you know, I came in rather late as well. But, I mean, I could say that, you know, many men that I date on the outside, okay, so not in the porn industry, tell me that they have, it does not feel good to have their cock spit on and slurped and yeah. sucked and moved around and twisted this way and stuck on the sides of a girl's cheek and whatever it is. I mean, that doesn't feel good. You know, again, mm -hmm. I don't have a cock, so I don't know. But um, <laughs> the sensual and the anticipation of what's going to happen next as the, as the performer or as mm -hmm. the um, viewer, that's gone, you know, and mm -hmm. we need to bring that back. And I think the only way to bring that back is people have to stop purchasing and watching the crap that's out there because there is crap. And I think the crap is what's causing it to cause so much issues on our social media and our OnlyFans and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's all these rules and regulations now and you can't do this and you can't do that and you have to have this person's... Now you have to have IDs and IDs next to their faces and IDs on a table and then next to their, their what? Their contracts. I mean, so now it's, it's going to be like sign over your firstborn, your secondborn, and if you have triplets, all three of us go too. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very frustrating to me. I actually find it disgusting. Yes, yes. Because to me, it's kind of like media glorifies the OnlyFans. And yeah. and then when and when you see media glorify the OnlyFans, now the girls that are trying to get in it, they're watching what the other girls are doing. That's why yeah. I said nothing against girls that do solos, but they think that's the easy way to get in yeah. compared to how we had to get in before. Because then there was gatekeepers. I think that is what missing also. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's totally true. You and know, the, the webcamming. Think about the yeah. webcamming. You know, how's a girl going to make any money on Chatterbait trying to get people to go do a private show when you got 10,000 others that are giving it all away for free right there in public chat? And then they wonder why there's so much regulations when my children who are under the age of 18 can log into Chatterbait, click that they're over the age of 18, and they can see all this free shit in public. Yeah. This is the issues. They're blaming us as the adult performers, but the, it, it comes from the, you know, the templates and the uh, platforms, you know, that aren't to the regulations on their end. 
And that's what's hurting our career. So that's why, you know, I'm taking my career a different direction. I'm still shooting in the industry. I'm still a porn star. I'm still doing scenes, but mm -hmm. my money's not there. That's not where my money is. My money is mm -hmm. the motivational speaking, the books, the lifestyle game, the CBD lube. My money is in the brand of Coral and Jewel. Nice segue there. Let's go to that. <laughs> How important for ladies to brand themselves? Because ladies, ladies really, it's not just, okay, let me say it like this. How important is for ladies to brand themselves and know how to brand themselves? That's your key. That's your key. But then you also got to remember, you know, another piece of advice I say is don't think for a second that you can just be a webcam girl or just have an OnlyFans page and nobody else in your family or friends or relatives or coworkers are going to find out. I'm sorry to tell you, but the minute you put something on the internet, it's out there. It's out there. So I did a, I did a whole episode, a two-part episode called Shame in the Game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell okay. you what's funny. It's, it's, it's females walking this game, they shame. They're so worried about somebody finding out. Yeah, yeah, forget but it. If, Get out. You know, Get yeah, out. But, but, but to me, at the end of the day, why do you give a shit if it's making you money? It, it, because my mother told me, never be ashamed of anything that you do to make money. I like your to mom. feed your family. You she, she, she was like, she was like, I don't give a fuck. You get, if it do, don't feel shame, you know, period. So, why do people turn to something that they're going to be shamed of, which in turn, that shame make dumb decisions, which my, which minimizes their money? Yeah. I mean, that's my whole thing. You know, I tell people that, you know, if, if you're making the choice to get into this, then get into it. And if someone's going to judge you, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, it's going to look down upon you for making a living and doing your career, as long as you're not doing anything illegal. Okay, mm -hmm. then do your job and take care of your kids and take care of you. And, you know, one of my things is you've only got one life to live. Do it. Uh, I was mm -hmm. in Chicago. I was shooting with people out in Chicago. They were telling me, oh, you know, don't tag me on Facebook because I don't want my you know regular people to hear about this. Or uh, mm -hmm. don't put this on this page because, you know, it just has to be on this page. Guess what? OnlyFans has been hacked. And my shit that's on OnlyFans, which is supposed to be members only, that's out there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the bottom yeah. line is... You better own it and you better be prepared for someone to come to you and say, oh, my God, you were my wedding planner. You're a porn star. Yes, I am. Mm. Did I do a shitty wedding for you? Answer the question. Yes or no. Did not. Move along. You know, so, <laughs> and, and that's the stuff that I dealt with. You know, I, I'm currently dealing with the fact that my father knows I was a porn star, knows I worked in a brothel, knows I run a swingers club, knows all of that. Um reads my book dedicated to him, number one international best-selling book, and now he won't talk to me. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wow. Okay, mm -hmm. you know, that's how you want to be. I and mean, to me, it's like, and so my biggest thing to tell people is don't don't push away your children, your friends, your coworkers, your family for mm -hmm. being involved in this industry, whether it's a webcam person, a content creator, um, a director, a camera operator, a producer, a model, a photographer, whatever it is, who cares? If they're not hurting themselves and they're not hurting you, let them do their job and let them do them up, you know, let them live their lives. So, and two, let's make this. And I want to make this clear. Y'all can go online and look it up right now. It's actually you can go in the library if you want to. In the employment handbook of the United States, guess what's listed as a fucking career, ladies and gentlemen? Adult film actor. We can pay yep. get taxes for my shit. Exactly. You know, exactly. 
And see, yep. too, I also want you to speak to this too. Is as a woman, how important is it to people to respect you as a business woman? Because a lot of times in this business, because we're in the sex work business, men don't respect women for their business acumen. Yeah, yes, we I keep it real on my show. Yeah, no, that's a big thing too. And I mean, I'm sure that other other performers get what I get. This is why, and sometimes I'm short with people, or I'm rude, and I, you know, I don't mean to be. But on a daily basis, we will get, at least I will get, you know, hey, I want to shoot with you. Hey, I want to do content with you. Hey, do you want to make a video? Hey, do you want to shoot with me? Hi, how are you? You know, you're hot, this, that, and the other. And, you know, we don't know who's legit and who's not legit. And I'm a businesswoman. So, you know, if you're listening and you want to shoot with me, don't give me that fucking runaround. I want to know who you are, what do you shoot with, where do you shoot, what are your testings, are you talent tested, you know, uh, what's your compensation, do you pay standard industry rates, and all of that. that we, you know, performers, no performer, man or woman, we don't want to go back and mm. forth, back and forth, back and forth. Get to the bottom line. This is a business. This is our job. I'm a businesswoman, and that's how I work. So. Now, with that being said, you deal with a lot of professional male talent, am I correct? Uh-huh, I do. Okay, then no doubt. So speak to the difference between a dealing with a professional male talent versus a regular Joe. Oh, goodness. Well, when you're getting just a regular guy that says he wants to shoot with you, we call that a GWC. That's a guy with a camera. Really, he's just looking for an excuse to get laid. Um, but he's using a camera, so therefore it can't technically be considered prostitution. Okay, that's the bottom <laughs> line. And so, and 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 in all honesty, you know, whatever, I don't really freaking care. But you're still testing. My rate just doubled, you know, and um, mm. and that's about it because I know that I'm not getting quality content with this person. I know that this person is not going to be able to help my career by putting it up on on their many vids or their Pornhub page or whatever and tagging. Tool. I know that this is just a guy with camera that just wants to get his dick wet, and um, that's fine. But my rate just doubled for you, so that's the difference between somebody and everybody in this world seems to think that they're a porn star and that yeah. they are a content creator. I've got one right now, one right now messaging me on Facebook. I want to shoot with you. <laughs> Great. Where do you shoot? I'm in Wisconsin. Wonderful. You're going to be covering my travel to and from Wisconsin. You're going to be covering my accommodations, my testing, mm-hmm. my shoot with you. And keep in mind, that's a six-hour, you know, traveling there, six-hour traveling back. Mm-hmm. I could be webcamming, you know, at, at home mm-hmm. and making the same amount of money. So you're covering those costs, too. They don't get it. So. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not that they don't get it. And I learned, <laughs> I learned this from people. They don't want to hear it takes money. Yeah, no. Even even even, even when I came in the game, I had to pay a girl for it. You know, I, but no, my first shoot, I didn't have to, but at some point, yeah, I had to. You get where I'm yeah. coming from? You know, what I'm saying yeah. whether I had to pay a girl for a shoot, or if I had to cover travel, or I had to cover the hotel. You're right. going to spend some money in this business, like I said. Now, on the other end, the female had to spend money too tough. Not really, as far as to get a male talent. Um, but not to that's just because talent, yeah. But you know, just like not to interrupt you, but um, you know, that's the other thing is that men will contact me. Will you content trade? Well, if you're, you know, you got twelve followers on Twitter, and you're asking mm-hmm. me to fuck you so that you can have your content on your OnlyFans or whatever you're trying to do, and I can have the content for me, I can walk outside my front door and just say I'm horny, and I'll probably have seventeen neighbors going, "I'm ready, I'm ready." Mm-hmm. So why would I? 
give it away for free to just some random. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I got you. Uh, yeah, I mean that's you know it's, it's just, that's what I said. The industry is very small. It's a very small yeah. industry. And we, so we know who to shoot with and who not to shoot with. So it's like, what constitute? What do you have to bring to the table to get you to say, "I'll do content trade with you"? Content trade with me involves a following, good reputation. Um, you know, um, you know, are you doing the editing? What's the camera quality? Of course, is the testing done? Stuff like that. I got to be honest. I really, really rarely, rarely content trade. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've content traded, like straight content trade, no money in my pocket mm-hmm. three times. And I think it's been with the same guy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I still charge something, cover my test, cover my accommodation, cover my mm-hmm. travel. Something needs mm-hmm. to be covered. Mm-hmm. Most so. Definitely. So, so when you do your content, who do you work with? Um, I don't really shoot a lot of content for OnlyFans. It's not my goal. Um mm-hmm. You know, I have a gorgeous boyfriend. He's like six two. His cock's like freaking nine inches. It's as thick as a baby's arm. You know. You know. Um, oh, he's I- such a good man. I applaud. <laughs> See, that's a good husband, ladies and gentlemen. Baby, I need you to get in front of the camera. Baby, let me just wash up real quick. I- I'm coming. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. I got you. That's a good man. That's a good man. Yeah. But go yeah, ahead. I got a good one. I got a good one. Yeah, and sp- with, with that being said, also what speak to having that support system at home that supports you in what you do? Because a lot of people uh, don't have that. That no, most people don't have it, including you know, for me, I've even had a hard time having it. You know, thank God my children know what I do. Um, it's kind of a laughing joke around here. Like if I tell my kids, you know, hey, help me with this stupid Snapchat, they're like, oh hell no, I'm not freaking touching your phone. Don't put your phone in my <laughs> you know? So you know, but. Which is so nice because there's no secrets. Okay, so I can talk to my mom on the phone. I can tell her that I'm coming up to Vegas to shoot or I'm working on my documentary today or I'm doing some interviews for the podcast. And there's no hiding and there's no secrets. Um, and it's a breath of fresh air because at first when I got into the industry, I didn't want to tell people. And now it's such a... I got a, an email the other day on, you know, I've accessed your Facebook. I found your porn, blah, 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 blah. I, I recorded it. I'm going to send it out to all your contacts. And it's like, go the fuck ahead. They probably want to do it anyways because they all know. You know, so I had this person back that was asking for money. And I was like, please, go right ahead. You'll make my career explode. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, asshole. So, you know, that kind of crap. It, it, it's a breath of fresh air is what I want your listeners to know when you can just come clean and say, Fuck everybody! I'm living my life for me. So yeah, yeah. Because it was like when my mother found out, and she found out because of my god brother. He wanted to bring his laptop and show it to her, and yeah. she said, "It's not what I want you to do, but if it makes you happy, boy, go do it and be the best at it." Yeah, and I had me a good fifteen strong it. years in it. So we're twenty. It we're twenty. It's always a family member. It's always a family member that tries to fuck you, isn't it? Yeah, that's what yeah. happened to me. Yeah, it's like they, they, they want to show you something like, look at this, look what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he's yep, just fucking all them nasty whores. Yep, I got an adopted sister from China, 19 years old. She's on my Instagram. 19 years old, you can't pick up the phone and call me. She's got to call my old, my brother. And then when she talks to him, they can't both together say, wait, 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 let's call our sister. Oh, no. Then they call dad. It's, you know, it's always mm-hmm. a family member that wants to be like, I'm the best kid, I'm the best kid, you know? Lord have mercy, I swear. So you wrote, so so you became an author as well as a radio host. 
you know, period. Yes. And speak to being an author and being a radio host, especially the fact that what people can get from your story and what you want them to get from your story. So my book is uh, When Nice Smokes, the story of Carl and Jewel. And it's all about, exactly when I started with my conversation with you, it's about when life throws you a curveball, what are you going to do with it? And it's about perseverance and it's about the obstacles and the challenges that I've had to overcome in various aspects in regards to marriage, um, you know, betrayal, swingers clubs, ice skating, um, you know. And I've had more betrayal and more people hurt me in every other aspect of my life, not the adult industry, which is very interesting. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. I've got most of my friends, my close friends are from my swinger community and are from the brothel, believe it or not, mm-hmm. or the adult industry working on set. Those are my friends. They sure as hell aren't my friends from the ice skating rink back in the day or from high school or people <laughs> that I've met in the wedding world. You know, that's not where they come mm-hmm. from. Um, so my book is really just about, you know, taking that curveball, taking what's been thrown at you and, you know, letting it lead you and guide you into the direction where you ultimately think your career is going to end up where it should be, you know. And like I said, I never, never knew that my career would be where it is right now. But mm-hmm. I think that God was guiding me because now I'm helping people. Now I'm a motivational speaker. Now my podcast is about bringing guests on. And I also really feel everybody has a story. And if yeah. everybody would listen and learn to each other's stories, we could all learn something. And a lot of times people won't shut the fuck up and listen, you know? And so that's another thing that my my podcast is about and stuff like that is listen. And, and, and a lot of people say to me, I, I'm scared to share my story. Nobody will relate mm-hmm. to it. And that's, that's bull crap. Everybody will relate to it. So in one way or another. <laughs> Now, I noticed also that you counsel to swinger couples. Am I correct? I do. Correct. Okay, then. What's the biggest issue you see happen with swinger couples? Lack of communication and betrayal. So people that um, will allow their partner to have a hall pass, and then that hall pass turns into an emotional connection with another person. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when, let's say you have a husband and wife, and the wife will say to her husband, hey, listen, is something more emotional connecting with you and that so-and-so couple that we're with. And mm-hmm. you're not upfront and honest. So I think it's communication. Also, I think it goes back to where I told you sometimes people in the lifestyle will enter into a situation that, you know, they say when fantasy meets reality, it might not always be what you ex- your expectations are. And so mm-hmm. you've got to have the, the maturity, the balls, the gut to speak to your partner and say, I don't like this. I don't want to continue in this threesome. I don't like mm-hmm. this. I don't want to be an exhibitionist and have people watch us. I'd rather us be in a room. If you don't speak up and you don't communicate, then it's your fault. You've got to talk. And you've got to stand up for yourself. That's the biggest thing that I see. Like, uh, they are normalizing that now. Big time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially with the apps and all that and stuff. And you'll never... Hear no one really speak to not the good end of it. You feel what I'm saying? Um, The difficulties of it. I do. My book, and I speak to the not good end of my podcast. I mean, I'm ultimately I'm divorced because of the lifestyle, and I've had lots of issues in relationships because of the lifestyle. I'm currently with my boyfriend right now. um, You know, and and we don't play. We don't play Mm -hmm. because um, 
I'm not opposed to certain fantasies that I know that I like and enjoy. And I'm not opposed to you know, pursuing fantasies that he wants to try. But if you don't have that communication, then that relationship's not going to work. And you've got to really be strong in your own relationship before you dare get anybody else involved. And we're only mm-hmm. four, four or five months into a relationship. So that's mm-hmm. the thing. People don't realize it's not all fun and games. It's not, you know, what do they say? Grass is not always greener on the other side, you know, and that's 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so true because but they want to quit do threesomes and and do all that and 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 they don't even check the boxes and their their relationship ain't even built for that you know what i'm saying yeah. but they're doing it because it seems popular it it seems the hip thing to do and not everything seems hip may be for you right exactly and uh you know just between me and any of the listeners that's listening your threesome is not all it's cracked up to me i actually don't enjoy them at all I really uh, don't. So, <laughs> I feel you. Okay. Now you to worry about pleasing two freaking people. Like one ain't enough. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because because like I said, the the, the worst case scenario thing you want your girl to be by. If you do, you want your girl to be by because it's one thing for her to be involved in. It's nothing. She's watching the other girl do you. Yeah, that's a, like that's a lot of psychological damage right there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so people. Yeah, oh, she's got to be very strong in herself, you know. Got to have, got to be uh, confident in who you are as a woman if you're going to be able to sit back and share your man with another woman. No doubt, no doubt. So tell everybody where they can find you, ma'am. All right, so the easiest way right now is my website, which is com. From there, they can link to my CBD lubricant website, which I'm still dealing with some crap on there. So if they can't find it, they can contact me there. My social media is there. My hankypankypodcast.com. That's H-A-N-K-I-E-P-A-N-K-I-E podcast.com. Again, that links from there. My Swingers Club, 18,000 members now based out of California, also links from that website. So that is the best website to be able to contact me for motivational speaking, seminars, booking for shoots, uh, being a guest on my podcast or um, oh goodness or the CBD lube or a copy of the book or any of that <laughs> so- <laughs> no doubt and ma'am I would love to bring you back for another episode if you're willing to come back absolutely I would appreciate that and I thank you very much for your time and for having me as a guest no doubt life is a learning experience what's the point of experience you didn't learn anything smoke that over thank you for coming to the lounge ma'am Thank you for having me, darling. Much appreciated. No doubt.